everybody what's going on everybody this is aj capasso here host of talking with the source i'm here with my co-host and best friend jonathan keyworth jk47 paranormal in the house <laughs> Dude, oh my come God. On. you look like you ate a lemon come on you know, I, I, i'm overexcited it's because, dude, it's because we miss Robin's little, it's Robin. That's what it is. That's what it is. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Listen, we have an amazing team with us right now. Um, we have them right backstage. We're going to bring them out in just a second. Before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to um, my friend's son's business out here in Connecticut, USA. Um, it's called 203 Detailing and Paint Correction. His name is Michael. Hit him up. Um, he has some before and after pictures I put on the screen there for you. Um, he does paint correction and detailing. He does an amazing job. This kid is like 21 years old. He started this business on his own with his own money, um, and he's doing it, man. And I'm so proud of this kid with the way that he grew up and just uh, the hardships that he had. Um, so hit him up, 203-707-7077 if you're in the Connecticut, USA area, um, and he will come to you and, and do it. Do a good job. So, but anyway, we have an amazing team. We have Mark and Andrea of Spectral Paranormal Investigations. Let me bring them out right now. Hey guys, how you guys all doing? Good, good. How are you good, doing? Man. Doing good, doing good. Great, great. So we were talking in back just a second, and we we're talking about a couple of things. But um, first thing I wanted to ask you guys was is what I ask everybody. How did you guys get into the paranormal? What was your guys' uh, like route into this? Did it always follow you from birth, or was it something that happened? Okay, well, it started out when we were both kids. I mean, her and I met, of course, later on in life and stuff. And it just so happened that we're both sensitives and magnets, and, and it wasn't planned. Like I said, we just met each other, and it was crazy that she had the same abilities as me. But when I was a little kid, I used to actually see a woman on my wall and I was probably about like maybe I don't know, eight or nine. And at night, an old lady would be in a rocking chair on my wall. And then she would like talk to me. I would hear her mouth move and I couldn't understand it. And but then I would hear her voice in my head. Yeah. And that was like something that was crazy. And to me, when I was a child, I looked at that like that was my imaginary friend. And the craziest thing is as you get older, you remember things. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. That was a ghost. And it's like. So I've always had these abilities where I was able to see a lot of spirits and stuff. And then I would always sense and feel things when I went to places and I didn't understand it at the time. I'd go into like a restaurant that was haunted and I would have no clue. And I, and I would just have these feelings overcoming me and I didn't know what they were. And I, and I didn't know how to convey that to people. So it's like, I always just swallowed it and I was just like, all right, whatever. Then later on in life and I did start realizing that there was some kind of connection I had with the spirit world. And I started working with other teams. I was never on an actual paranormal team i was the guy they would call in to verify if the place was haunted or if there was activity right. so i did that and i never really liked i mean i stayed and watched them a lot of times and i never liked the way that they treated the spirits like they always act like they're dogs like go play fetch yeah. um 
don't know. To me, that was kind of weird. And I ended up getting out of it because I ended up having some, uh, some dark experiences in my life. And I don't know if it was an attachment or what, but I just walked away and I got into music at that time. Uh, later on in life, then I met her and we didn't even talk about it. We went to Salem, Massachusetts and we both were experiencing things. And I didn't, again, I didn't know that she was, she made a couple comments and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And it was weird because like, I would feel the things that she was talking about. And I'm like, how the hell did you feel that? How'd you know that? Then it came out and we just started talking. And then I found out she's a sensitive. I'm like, oh my God. So we're so we're so into that kind of stuff. And we just decided that uh, there's too many fakes out there and people needed to see real genuine paranormal. And we wanted to bring that to them. And we have a gift where we can communicate with spirits more so than a lot of other people. And we try to show people that intellectual side of it. But the, the greatest thing of it is we don't just get voice. We get action right after the voice. So that shows you it's authentic. Yeah, absolutely. How about for you, Andrew? How did you like get into this besides meeting, obviously, Mark and starting to talk about this and knowing you guys also had this, you know, gift on um, the same gift and everything? I mean, I think that's obviously spirit and fate aligning you guys for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little synchronicities definitely mean something and, and, and it's really amazing. But how did, how did you like um, get into this like like kind of, you know, field and stuff? Um, I think pretty much the same way as Mark. When I was young, I had these feelings that I really didn't understand. And then um, as I got, like, I kind of kept it all to myself because my family really didn't believe in any of that kind of stuff. They all, they thought it was nonsense. So I kept it to myself. And then as I got older, I kind of, I guess, gained an understanding of what I was feeling and why I was feeling it. And I, I didn't do really much with it until I met Mark. So I think when we went to Salem, we decided that we were going to start doing this. You brought out the dark side in our mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but uh, anyway, John, go ahead, please, man. Ask your question for them. Uh, no, I mean, talking backstage with you guys, um, I, I believe a lot of what you believe as far as uh, your intent and in going into investigations. Uh, what I do is I, I, I help many families from coast to coast I love that. Getting, getting rid of entities uh out of their house uh 95 of the time it's family members that don't know how to pass on yeah. and um everybody's like oh it's a demon it's this it's that and i'm like no it's not and i would do this on my own dime i do everything i do for free and and now i've gotten so close with uh, spirit communication that I'm, I'm starting to work cold cases. I'm starting to help families that That's uh, awesome, find out what, what happened to their loved ones. Um, so I guess, how do you feel about these people portraying uh, people that a uh, spirit that needs help as demons and stuff? It's very upsetting. And it's like, it is really hurting us. Um, it's hurting our field. Uh, a lot of people have doubts uh, about even the the authentic stuff that we get. You know what I mean? Like they sit there and they watch all these fake channels, and it's usually the young kids acting like they're paranormalists. And uh, you know, you got these other people that have reputation. I mean, everybody knows about Zach Baggins and stuff like that, and he's you know he's an exaggerator and everything else that he does. But it just it, it does hurt our field, and it's like it makes it almost like a joke. And it's like you try to you try to bring people genuine evidence, and it's like for some reason you bring them the legit evidence. But then they believe things like on these other channels are real, like all these demons are attacking people and stuff. And they're like, why don't you guys have those abilities? Because that's not true. Because there's the odds of running into a demon 
okay, is is very slim, very, very, I can't even stress that, very slim. You will run into dark spirits, malevolent spirits, spirits that have ill intentions, pranksters, jokesters, everything else. They're not demons. Um, a demon, you will know when you have a demon, trust me, without even having to go into the smells and everything, you will know when you have a demon. Well, if you could, I mean, I'd like you to go into some of the stuff that you know from your experience, Mark, that we were talking in back, of how to justify what actually is actually a demon and when you're dealing with just a negative, you know, pain in the butt spirit. All right. So all right, there's there's three different entities that we have been involved with. There, besides demons, there is malevolent spirits. Now, a malevolent spirit doesn't mean necessarily that it's evil. Um, it could have ill intentions at a time period in that. And then other times it could be non-active. Um, dark spirits are usually are the ones that are misconstrued to be demons. Dark spirits will present themselves as demons. They'll come through and they'll say that they're a demon or they'll threaten your life or they'll say something that is going to really like wild you up where they're going to get your energy and it makes them even stronger. So when people are afraid around these dark spirits, you're feeding them and they get stronger and stronger. And then they start doing poltergeist like activity. It's not a demon, though. A demon. Now, when you know you have a demon, you are going to smell. And I was telling you guys this before. A genuine demon is going to give off a smell like rotting maggots. It's like it's like um, I've smelt dead bodies in my life. And it's even worse than that. And I don't know if you guys have ever unfortunately had that pleasure. She's a nurse. So she's she smelled a lot of that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah it's dude, a really. I I, I was in the Iraq war, so I, I know what a dead body smells like. I, I know that. And the first case I went to, very first case, right when I walked in the house, uh, I felt something. And then they showed me to my room. I smelt rotting meat. And I said, whoa, hold on. What is this smell? Is it always in the room? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, and I got to sleep in here? And they're like, yeah. And and then, but it ended up working out, man. You know, I believed in myself. I believed in everything. So I know what you're talking about when you, when you smell that smell, that you, it's really different than yeah. what normal. Yeah. But it's not just that. You also will have this feeling. Um, when there's a demon around you, you will feel like you're actually like even being sensitive. It sounds like you're a sensitive too, J.K. Um, when you're sensitive in it and you feel a spirit energy next to you, there's usually the things that you would distinctively feel is like an electronic, not electronic, but electric, like a very electrical, like you put your finger in a socket type of deal, but it's a little bit gentler than that. But you'll have that feeling. Then you get feelings of like you're almost embraced, like there's a pressure squeezing you, your shoulders are pressed down. There's there's a lot of different things. You'll feel warmth, you feel cold. It, it depends on the energy. But yeah. demons like the whole room just feels like it swallows you and it's like you you feel it hard to breathe the smell is there um you actually it's like your senses come alive and you you will actually feel immense fear and i'm telling you right now you'll know when you're around a demon it's extremely rare though so don't yeah. believe all these youtubers that are meeting demons every day because that doesn't happen yeah exactly 100 exactly. agree man you nailed it yeah, 100% agree, you know, and I love talking to, you know, other sensitives like yourself and myself and John and stuff like that and, and our other hosts, um, Robin and, and Steve-O, because um, when we all get together, it's so crazy because we can all relate to these experiences, yep. the feelings and the senses. And, you know, we have these outer senses like our smell, our sight, our, our hearing. But I believe that, you know, we, ha we all have these inner senses that we can develop and mm -hmm. it's a matter of just working on them. Some of us like us, you know, unfortunately have that gift that just we yeah. naturally feel it. 
Um, it's sometimes a curse, sometimes an amazing gift, most of the time amazing gift, but sometimes can be a curse. I mean, for me, at least I feel that way. Um, but yeah. I tell you, it's amazing to, um, you know, meet other people like, like us and, uh, you know, get around and, and be able to show people that you can develop these things, that this is possible, that it's not just a rare thing that happens because of some TV show, you know, that you see yep. one person that's a psychic. But um, as you guys um, being sensitive, do you guys work on your sensitive abilities? Do you guys like develop them? How, how do you guys do that? We're starting to try to open up the third eye. That's something that we've been working on um, with the chakra and yeah, using meditation and incenses and stuff like that. And just trying to spiritually open up ourselves. And she's, she's a little bit stronger at this stuff than I am. I'm more of like, I'm just pretty much a spirit sensitive. I, I like what I do. I don't know if I want to really, me personally, I don't know if I want to expand that. Yeah. If you want to do that, I'm all for it because it'd be awesome. It'd be like a, a Lorraine and Ed without the faking. But, yeah. but uh, she does have abilities that um, I don't understand sometimes. And sometimes she can, she, she just kind of knows things before things happen where I just feel and sense things, but she actually, she kind of just knows. And, and, and if you ever watch the videos, she's very nurturing with the spirits. And she's very good at that. And at the end of all of our investigations, we always bring this commodity where we have like, um, I don't know how to how to put it, but we have like a really good connection with the spirits. And then if you like example, you watch the theater video. When I said, do you want to hear Andrea sing? All the spirits came through and said, no. And it's, it's an amazing thing when you have that connection with them where you're able to communicate like that. So, yeah. Hey, you know, that's so crazy you said that because John was so comfortable at one place. Uh, actually, came out of the spirit box and said, I farted or whatever. Right, John? That was funny. That was so funny. No, it, it, was, it was live, dude. I was live at the Tennessee investigation and uh, I was using the Necrophonics app and I'm sitting there and I was like, I can't hold this. And I let it go and, and then like uh, 10 seconds later through the Necrophonics, the spirit goes, you farted. Clear as <laughs> that is awesome. Clear as that is awesome. I was laughing so hard when I heard it. I was like, oh my gosh. It's so funny when they do that type of stuff, you know? And that is awesome. it's great. One thing I do want to ask you um about spirit communication. What kind of spirit boxes do you guys use? What um is some of your guys' techniques as investigators? Okay. So we've tried a lot of different things. We've tried um uh let's see, like EVPs. EVPs were always boring to me. Like you get a recorder and you're like, can you tell me your name? And you hear, Frank. And yeah. like, that's all you get. So and then you wouldn't even hear it till later on when you got home and you amplify it and everything else. And you're like, oh, okay. So I was thrilled when ITC started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, we did try different devices like portals and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you right now, the best things that we actually have ever used. And I'm not saying all of them because there's a lot of shit ones, but we use three apps. We use Necrophonic, Necrometer, yep. and Spirit Talker. Mm -hmm. That's it. Those are the three that we use. And yep. we've gotten amazing results. And, and I can't stand when people are so closed-minded. Oh, they say, oh, apps don't work, phones don't work, or whatever. They have no clue because every phone is like a little computer. It has six to eight cores. Spirits know how to manipulate the cores, all right? So when you have these devices and you go in airplane mode, which shuts off your internet, and then it shuts off your location. You have nothing that would even remotely understand what the hell you're saying, supposedly. But when you go through and how you do it is you say, can you say my name? And when they say your name and it comes through and you know you didn't program the damn thing to say it, you know that's a legit communication. And then you can go on with it. 
Yeah. Um, that's something that we both do in a lot of our videos. A lot of people are like, why do you guys always say, say my name? Because we want to establish that true communication. Yeah. And if something comes in and just calls me an asshole, I'm not going to believe it's really there yet until I hear you're an asshole, Mark. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, well, yeah. makes sense. Exactly. And you know what? Also, when you're using app, when you get a response that is something that you tell them to say and they say it back to you, there's no denying that because these uh -huh. apps, you know, okay, I had this, this podcast, I'm not going to say the podcast name, but they don't know anything about what they're talking about. And they didn't even know what ITC stood for. And they're talking about Necrophonic and ITC, like they knew really what they were talking about. So they looked up the code inside the Necrophonic app and in the code, it has a loop and it's for the audio of the phonemes. Well, this guy's like, well, it has a loop. So that must mean that there's, there's words that are in here that are coming out and it could be, you know, programmed in and all this stuff with the demons. And I'm like, listen, have you ever, you, when you get an app, the first thing you should do is listen to everything by, like, just turn it on and listen to the sounds of it. If you're yep. hearing a word come out, you know that that obviously is going to be a fake app. I mean, right away, because yep. normally you're not just going to turn the app on and all of a sudden things are just going to start coming out. I mean, at least that doesn't happen for me all the time. Uh, but you know, it's like, it's like, it just drives me nuts when people, you know, who don't know what they're doing, talk about this type of stuff. And then they give people negative things because you're right. If a spirit can manipulate frequency, energy, and vibration, why can they not do it to a computer in our hand? That's a yes, size exactly. Yep. And another, another great thing too, is for the people that want to see the evidence, if you go to our YouTube's on spectral paranormal investigations on YouTube, look up the Ritz theater or I would say even Andy Gavin's, both of those videos, you will see, I, I would say the risk more than anything. You will see proof when they come through these three apps, they're actually doing something right after they come through. Like the one spirit, when I'm in a concession, I say to him, can you please light that? He stops me dead cold and he says, I said, wait. And when he does, the ball lights up. Okay. So, and then she's on stage and then the voice comes through on spirit talker and it tells her, hear my voice. Andrea goes, I would love to hear your voice. You have to really turn your, your speakers up as loud as you can. And if you really listen, you will hear her up in the balcony talking. It's mind blowing. So we always have interactions with these vocals, but then we have an actual interaction with an item or even to us, they'll touch us after we're talking to them. That to me is 1 billion percent proof. Like, there's nothing else you can say about it. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. How about you, John? I totally agree. No, I, I agree. Um, you know, and after I did a lot of investigations using the Necrophonic app, you know, I started getting, oh, it's an app, it's an app. And I said, you know what? You're right. Let me go back to my SB7. And the most basic SB7, it's the first one made. And that's all I'll use now. And, and I get I get crazy responses from it. You know, I, I think it's, I think it just goes back to your intent. If you're there to intend to help spirit move on, if you're, if you're there to help them or give them a voice, um, like in the cold cases, you know, where, where'd you die? Who murdered you? And, and, you know, I put my heart and soul in, into that communication. I like all my all my sessions I do with my eyes closed and I'm really concentrating on it and and I get these sick responses that that shouldn't be happening because I have it scanning at 150 milliseconds and in in a matter of three seconds it's gone through like like six stations and and I'll get a response. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely wild. I mean, he'll get he'll get some like full sentences now and stuff, which is really cool to see and. 
Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, um, like going back to the meditating and you guys expanding, you know, you guys' sensitive abilities. Have you guys ever tried binaural beats to during meditation to open your third eye? Okay, no. check, check out binaural beats. They're called binaural beats and isochronic tones, and you can get okay. them. On, they're on YouTube for free. Um, you just type them in. You type in third eye binaural beats. They'll come up, and there are certain frequencies, and they're basically a frequency in this year and a separate frequency in this year. So say if you have 100 hertz in this year and 110 hertz, you would basically the difference between the two, it would make your brain um, frequency 10 hertz. So it would be the oh, difference okay. between the two. So it would give you a theta state, a oh, delta no. All different types of states of mind, so it can help you get into a deeper state of consciousness, and you'll actually feel your chakra centers um, vibrate with the certain chakra ones, like your third eye. You'll actually feel pressure between your eyes and stuff. It's it's pretty amazing, and it's helped me and John and a lot of people have do it. So check that out. But I want to yeah. show your guys evidence. Well, we'll try that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. John, go ahead and expand on it. Well, I was just gonna say real quick. Um, you know, when you're meditating, if you add that frequency into your music or your background sounds, your white noise, whatever you do, as long as that frequency's uh, going, what you want to do is open your pineal gland in your brain, uh, because that's the key to your your uh, opening your third eye. So breathing through the nose. Not mm -hmm. through the mouth. Breathing through your nose, exhaling through your mouth, you're, you're bringing in uh, much more uh, of that energy into your pineal gland. So. Yeah. Okay, so thank you. Like yeah, it's pretty crazy some of the stuff that we found with articles and crazy things. But I want to show some of your guys' evidence right now. So all the viewers out there, you guys got to check this out real quick. Let me share my screen. Hold on one sec. Okay, so... Which, tell me which one to go to first. You want me to just go to the first one and we'll go through them? Yeah, you can go right across, yeah. All right, great. So this one's called Spirit Curses and then Child Ghost Giggles. So, I'll, Mark, I'll let you guys talk a little bit about this. All right, before you play that, so um, on that exact scene, he comes through and he says something with the F word to me, and, and then I didn't really understand it at the time until I got home. And then he says right afterwards, did you catch that? And when he says that, if your viewers really listen, you're going to hear a little kid in a um, he was actually he had to be actually in the room. It's a disembodied laugh that happens while the spirit is speaking. It's incredible. OK, awesome. Let's check this out. I do come as a friend. They come in peace. I just want to communicate with you. <laughs> It's kind of hard to understand you. I'm gonna to have to listen to this later. I do come as a friend. I come in peace. I just That's want to it. communicate with you. I'm just playing it one more time. It's kind of hard to understand you. I'm gonna to have to listen to this later. Now, Mark, That's that, creepy. <laughs> that is one. I mean, I find it always awesome when they swear at me because especially if you're using like, you know, um, like an app that has no words or anything like that, or if you're using the PSP7, you know there's not going to be programmed into that profanity, especially the yep. F word. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe ass will come out, you know, on, on the radio, but you're never going to hear the F word. You're never going to hear something like that. So when you get something like that, that to me is like automatically for like, you know, wow, like I can't believe we caught that, you know? So that was yeah. awesome. For all the viewers out there, please use headphones and turn up your volume. That's the best way you're going to be able to hear the spirit giggle. 
Um, I know it's kind of hard with with StreamYard and the audio and stuff, but hopefully you guys were able to hear that clear enough. How is the audio for you guys? All right. Sounds good over here. Yeah. Okay, great. So here, let me go to the next one. And I think, okay, so this one, Andrea's on the stage. This was at the very end of the theater investigation. We built a really good rapport with the spirits at this point, so we felt comfortable. And I say to them, Andrea, do you want to sing for everybody? And then I said to the spirits, do you all want to hear Andrea sing? You're going to hear all the spirits come out and they go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, so Chris it. asked you to play it again, and then Kim says, I heard it. It gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Okay, here we go. I'm going to play. I'll let it play twice, and then we'll talk about it. Andy is on the stage. You going to sing for us, honey? No. Do you guys want to hear Andy sing? No. <laughs> no? Oh, all right. Andy is on the stage. You going to sing for us, honey? No. Do you guys want to hear Andy sing? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. That is too funny. Please, guys, tell us, like, how were you feeling in that moment, Andrew? Like, wasn't that not, like, the most best feeling in the world, though, to get? It really was. It was nice to have a communication like that. And we never felt um, anything dark or anything at that moment. So it was just a really nice communication. It was funny. That is awesome. You know, I, I love when they do stuff like that because it shows personality. And mm -hmm. that's what I look for. I look for that when I'm, when I'm using spirit communication because, you know, you can get, you know, radio signal coming through with PSP7 when I use that. So if I get just a word that comes through that's random, I'm like, okay, that's obviously not a spirit. That's just you know, radio interference when I slow stuff down and listen to it. So, you know, when you're using apps and stuff and you hear these certain things, it's so funny because you have no words programmed into them. And all of a sudden they're just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't just one no, it was literally yeah. about no, many. <laughs> and that's the thing, you can't, you can't fake that. And, and the crazy thing is uh, I was just, I just had a frame of thought. Um, what was I going to say about that moment? After that, like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, after that happened on stage, Nat, like, it, it almost felt like the spirits didn't want us to leave. And uh, we'll be actually working at the Ritz soon. They actually want to hire us as their main team now. So uh, we'll be wow. back there to see the spirits again. So that's really cool. Oh, that is awesome, man. You guys are gonna build such a report. Congrats, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being <laughs> that is so cool. So, guys, tell us on this next one, real quick. Or actually, John, real quick, do you have something you want to ask them about this, or do you want me to go? Oh, man. No, they're, they're doing great. Uh, so, so do you have a built box that you hook your SB7 to, or is this off? Of we actually, app? yeah, we, yeah, we go through like a, it's like a Bluetooth thing that, but we use a device that actually amplifies the voice, so we could see it and like and hear it more and everything else. So, yeah, we carry it around with us. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, tell us a little bit about Ghost Speaks to Me and Haunted Theater. I know we're at the Ritz Theater again. This one. Okay, so this is a funny one, and I feel like this one right here was the ghost actually kind of mimicking me, and I don't know if it was trying to make fun of me, but we'd always say, you know, like the spirits would say, can you say Mark? Can you say Andy? Can you say Mark? Can you say Andy? This one comes through and it goes, say Joe. So you'll hear that on this one. That's great. This is the concession area. 
This is the concession area. Now that is awesome. Now that is yeah, really it's the same tone, same tone, same person saying it, and it's three seconds apart. That that's an awesome catch, man. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. That theater must be so haunted. Tell us. Oh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy energy. I don't know too much about the Ritz Theater to be honest. Um, the Ritz Theater was, uh, it used to be the Poly Theater and stuff like that. Houdini used to perform there. Uh, George Burns used to do stand-up comedy there. Uh, Babe Ruth used to go in there during games and stuff like that to see the shows. Uh, there was a lot of old energy there. Yeah, and it was built over catacombs as well. Yeah, like when, when we were in that video, um, when we're in the dressing room, we actually asked all the spirits that you used to perform here. And just like they all said no on the one with Andy, they all came through and they all acknowledged they used to perform there. And some of the voices, when they come through, it's creepy because you like you know you're talking to like spirits from like the '30s and the in the '20s and and whatever. It's like it's nuts. Yeah, it really is. And you know what's so weird is I was at an I was at an old cemetery near my house, and I'm actually going to be doing it for Global Ghost Night if it would stop raining over here in Connecticut so much, um, so I can get out there. Um, but I, I was at this cemetery, and I was doing a live with John. We were on Facebook, and I asked the spirits, like, why they go to the cemetery. Like, why are they here? Are they stuck? Are they? Do they need help? Like, what is the reason? And the, it was a bunch of kids there because you can hear little children voice come through and stuff. And they said that this is where they gather, where, where they meet family-wise, and they come back down to gather. And I always wondered, like, are these spirits coming back down because they have free will? They have, they can come back down. Do they come back down and relive these moments, these places? Like, are they seeing these places as it is now? Or are they seeing it like they remember it? You know, like, what do you guys think of that? Do you think they're seeing the places as they are now? Or do you think they're actually just seeing it in their mind's way of consciousness and seeing it back when they were there? I think it depends on the energy of the spirit. Some of them actually, you know, the residual ones, they're seeing their time in a nutshell. I think that they're also able to see our time in it, but I think their focus is more on reliving moments and, and, and how things were for them. And then when you get into the intelligent ones, they're the ones that are staying up to date, you know, um, what's going on with us. Definitely. All right. Awesome. So the next one is talking with a ghost, short shorts and ghost talking. Tell us this one, yeah, this one was creepy. This was at Andy Gavin's, um, we both felt something dark in that basement when we were there. And I was, there's one part in it, even before this, that I was going to go down. And then I remember when I turned around, then it said he gave up or something like that, like calling me a chicken or whatever. Yeah. But this one right here, this is the dark spirit that you're going to hear. And I say to it, did you set off the REM pod downstairs in the basement? And he goes, yes, REM pod. He actually repeats REM pod, which is mind blowing. Wow. That's yeah. Let me play this twice and then we'll talk about it. I'd like to talk to you. Where are you? Was that you setting off the REM pod down there? Wow. I'd like to talk to you. Where are you? Was that you setting off the REM pod down there? 
Yeah, that thing was creepy. That, that voice was creepy. That is a creepy voice, man. I definitely hear, especially when you're pitch dark. That is definitely a creepy voice to hear. That is an awesome capture, though, because it's a relevant capture stating exactly what you said. And it, it just literally acknowledged what you said. And it was just that's so cool to get that. And, and the cool thing is, is, is I'm friends with one of the most pro profound skeptics. Uh, his name's Kenny Biddle with CSI. And, and he told me, if you want to prove to me that, that the spirits exist, tell them to say what you're saying. Mm -hmm. and, and that that is awesome that that yeah. came through. So That really is. And you guys get that a lot, which I love. And I think that's such a great style. Yeah, we try to be different. We try to separate ourselves from other people. Uh, we don't want to be copycats. And even our style of filming, like we always start our videos out like a, a theatrical movie, it almost looks like. And then it goes from that into like the real investigation. Now, we just started adding some music into editing in it because it doesn't add, it adds a creepy feel to it. But whenever we're actually communicating, that is off. We want everybody to hear what we hear. Of course, of course. And you know That's what? That's why I do it live. I do all my yeah. sessions live yeah yeah but you know what though you're absolutely right i mean i tell you what i think it's great that you guys do that because I, that's something that i started doing i started doing i tried doing cinematic stuff in the beginning or putting commentary in you know in between you know when i'm doing sessions when the music's off and stuff and and all this stuff and i think it just just it adds something and it gives the t attention span to the viewer more reason to keep watching and that's what we want because this is real stuff. This is real paranormal investigating, real evidence that's happening. And this is the stuff that people really need to see to, if they have an open mind, because, you know, it's like this is real stuff that happens that's happening around us constantly that we can't see into the spectrum. And we don't even know what's around us half the time. So it's like, you know, it's absolutely amazing that you guys are capturing this. But please speak about this last one real quick. It says, Ghost Follow the Home. He's only turned on by, and I don't know what the rest of it oh. says. Yeah, I don't know if you guys run into these issues, but we always bring our work home with us. And it's like, we, oh, have, to yeah. do a, we have to do a cleansing like every two weeks, it feels. Uh, like last night we were sitting here. Was that last night that they had the black things? Two nights ago, we were sitting here and this black anomaly flies right past. We're like literally right here where we're sitting. Flies right past my face, goes into the wall and disappears. And I, and I didn't even say anything about it. I just said, did you just see that? She goes, oh, the black thing that just flew by, yeah. <laughs> So we, we get that things. Now, this video here, every morning, for how long was that going on for? It was going on for a few weeks. For a few weeks, this spirit would constantly turn on these electric candles in the morning for us to see. And, and they were always off when we go to bed. And they, and they don't turn on by themselves. They're, they're not, they don't have that ability. But, yeah, the spirit was messing with us. So the video shows you kind of like just the, the light and everything else that's going on here. Hey, you know, I mean, at least it was turning the lights on. It's like Motel 6. You know, <laughs> <It's light. laughs> you know, hold on, let me play this. Play. We'll talk about it. All right, guys. So every morning we have we have these candles that are hung up here. And every morning. This one turns on by itself and it's happened on a Thursday and then the last two days in a row. And 100 percent, it's been off. Yeah. We check every night, so it's kind of crazy. And then I started doing the other ones. All right, I guess. Yeah, so every well, morning. that was the thing. After I said it, I, I said maybe there's just something wrong with that particular candle because it was the same one turning on every morning. 
So then the next time when I came out, it was a different one. Yeah, we, we actually then we actually moved that one candle all the way to the back and put a new one to the other place, and it would light the new one. Like it was oh. it was constant for weeks. Wow. Mm -hmm. Jeez, that's pretty cool. Now that's awesome. I love stuff like that. I appreciate you guys sharing that with us. That's absolutely awesome. One thing I want to talk about though is the place that you guys are about to investigate again tonight. Okay, talk to us about this location and talk to us a little bit about what happened the first time you guys went there that people can check out on YouTube. Actually, you I'm gonna go grab something. You tell them what happened was when we when we went to that first time, what helped the investigation? Um, well, the the first video that we have of the cemetery isn't actually the first time that we went there. The first time that we went there, um, we just went there at night. We just wanted to see if there was anything going on there because I don't know your experiences but in my experience i don't find that a lot of cemeteries are typically haunted yeah but this particular one was and we went there just to see what we could get and um i was just kind of standing there holding the camera and mark was over trying to do some communications and a deer ran across and scared the shit out of us <laughs> so then <laughs> startled yeah, us a funny. little bit but then after the deer ran across i was kind of standing there with my my light and everything shining towards mark so he could see what was going on and there was a, a black it was like a black blob almost that it looked like it came across over my left shoulder and in front of me and you could feel all of the electricity going through you as it came over and um then i i told mark i said mark do you see this and he looked over and he saw the black shape that had come over in front of me so we decided to walk away a little bit and then no that's that's when i did something stupid you did so after our, after i saw the black anomaly that was around her i was like well i know where it came from so i was curious so i was i walked over behind the, the it was like a mausoleum right mm -hmm. that was there and when i went back there um the craziest thing happened and i can't even explain it because usually when you hear things you know especially close to you, you usually tend to see things and, and there was nothing it was weird but um uh, something started doing footsteps at me and then i heard sprinting all right i'm not even kidding you sprinting i had that happen and then the craziest thing was i heard the leaves and none of the leaves were moving mm. and it was mind-blowing and this thing was coming at me full force i panicked i went in fight or flight i yep. ran right by her i didn't even like at that moment it's like if it ate her i was like all right well i guess i have to deal with it but oh, i went yeah. right past her and it was it was fear yeah He's like, he's like, he's like, if the bear's chasing me, I'm just going to kick the weakest person and leave. There's a meal. I'm getting away. Right, right. No, no I tell you what, that happened to me and I sprinted away, but it was dark and I fell, I, I fell right over a grave, like literally like crashed right oh, over. Man. It was so bad. I mean, I felt bad that I hit the grave, but man, I hit it so hard. It hurt so bad. I was like, I flipped right over this thing because I came at me and I, I started to back away because it was sprinting and I got so nervous. I went in fight or flight and ran backwards and I just flipped right over this thing. And I'm like, you see it on camera. I'm just like, whoop. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just do a huge crash. It was funny as hell, but I'm like, man, spirit, calm down. Do you know, walk to me. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> can't see you. But yeah, so the place the place we're going to tonight, I was going to say the place we're going to tonight is a place that we've already investigated. Um, we we told all of our listeners and, and viewers that there was going to be a part two. They've been waiting patiently. And for Halloween, we're releasing this video that we're going to be doing tonight. Now, we did take a special stop at the church and we got holy water and we got anointed holy oil. And the reason we had to get those things is because there is a very dark presence there. 
Um, we're going to be doing some crazy stuff tonight that you guys are all going to see in the videos. Um, we're going to be doing the, the half hour alone dare tonight. That'll be on the video. And we're both going to be inside of the place where they raise the caskets and close them at doing, the holding vault. yeah, the holding vault, doing communications in there and then, uh, trying to get them to manipulate some objects and stuff like that. But, um, I do have a feeling that we're going to bump into this dark thing. So that's why we're trying to prepare ourselves. Yeah. Well, definitely be safe when you guys are doing that alone challenge for sure. You know, that's yeah. what, what state is this? What state do you, or do you live in and do these? Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, now, it's the most haunted state there is, I think. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Now, tell me, do you guys, um, you guys contacted the cemetery and you guys got the permission to go and do this? Is that how you guys got into the holding area? Like for those? Um, no, they actually, the caretaker is just, as long as you're respectful, they let you come and go as you please. Oh, that is so awesome. That is yep. so great. You know, it's unfortunate because over here, because of the Warrens, I live right near the Warrens. Um, we had Union Cemetery with the white lady that's very famously haunted, um, but nobody's allowed to go there at nighttime. They actually have a cop. They will pr prosecute you to the fullest. I've called the town up, tried to convince them to let us, you know, investigate there that we're respectful. But kids have went there and vandalized it so badly. And the newer mm -hmm. graves, um, they have destroyed newer people's graves that have been buried there recently. And ever since the Warrens have came, it's been nothing but a shit show. And they literally won't let anybody now do it. They're like, if you want to go during the day, by all means, go during the day. They're like, but do not go during the night. If you go during the night, we will have you arrested and prosecuted to the fullest. The guy said to me on the phone. And I'm like, you know, that's sad. That's so sad that people have to do that. You know what? Gettysburg is like that, too. Gettysburg, you used to be able to go on the battlefield at night. And a lot of people would get amazing evidence there. Yeah. And we went when we they wouldn't let us in there. Like after dusk, you, you're not allowed in there. So it's like. It does. It defeats the whole purpose of the whole paranormal spectrum of that, of being able to do things like that. And it's, it's sad. Yeah, it really is. Well, because what, what I feel about it is it, it doesn't matter what time. It, it's all on your intent. Like I, I do my sessions down here at 9 a.m., 12 p.m. You know, oh, yeah. I, ghosts, I, ghosts are active always. Like, And that's the thing, yeah. too. There's a misconception that everybody's like, why do you always do it at night? I mean, yes, yeah, spirits are more active at night because there's less traffic. Spirits don't like people. Usually they don't. They don't like it when there's way too many people. If there's a couple people, spirits will, um, you know, interact with you and stuff like that. But if you have like 35 people on a ghost tour, the ghosts aren't going to do anything. They're, they they don't like that stuff, and and they're not dogs, so they're not going to sit there and like you know try to be like, oh, let me prove I exist to you, you non-believers. Like that's just how it is. Yeah, and the nighttime investigations are just more so about having less people around. I was about to say that's really what it is too. You know, it's quieter and and you don't have to worry about the traffic and as much and stuff. And you know, a little hard in cemeteries because we're outside, which stinks. You know, for audio mm -hmm. stuff. But at least we have our spirit boxes that we can actually hear the audio from and and whatnot to get evidence instead of just worrying about contaminated EVPs or something. You know, which is pretty good. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That's you know totally the reason that I believe too. Um, mm -hmm. Why they do it well, so I, 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 it also could be uh the matter of the light frequency i mean lights producing a, a frequency as well you know that's uh, in my basement that's why i don't have the lights on when i do the session because i think it messes up with the frequency yeah uh, of communicating and 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 that might be the same during the day you know if if they choose to communicate you mm -hmm. with you and they know their intent uh your intent 
they'll they'll do their best to communicate but i do believe that the light does mess with the frequency well you know what's crazy that you say that is have you guys ever heard of the skull experiment from uk it's actually a documentary i'll send you this documentary it's on youtube it's called the Skull experiment and basically it was these four mediums that got together and they were in a basement they were in pitch darkness and for months they just tried to contact their guides and tried to manifest them to come out and you know show themselves well after months of doing this almost a year of doing this they finally got contact and the spirits started to show themselves but they told them that the ir light frequency messes with them that they can't produce like physical anomalies in our our environment all the time because of that frequency and also light has a problem so they had to do it in pitch darkness so what they did was a couple of experiments first experiment they did was they put a camera in the room and they left it in the box and they left a new roll of, of camera tape, a camera roll in the camera. They had a scientist there that checked everything, made sure that nobody touched the camera. They were in the room present with the lights off the entire time. And they heard what you'll hear on the documentary is the camera flying around the room, snapping pictures. So when they develop the pictures, they show you the pictures of what they got. You wouldn't believe what they show. It's absolutely. Oh, stunning. yeah, I would love to see that. I will show i'll send it to you it's absolutely amazing and then there's another guy out in italy that um his name is uh Mar marcello bacci he's an older guy he just passed away and he was a medium who used to use old um uh i forget the shortwave radio and he used to tune between eight and nine hertz and he would all of a sudden the static would go away and all of a sudden a voice a, a sound of wind would come and a voice would come out for four minutes straight. And he was so famous that the FBI went out, scientists went out, they unplugged his device when the voices started speaking and the voices still came out for an absolute of four minutes afterwards. They removed the tubes from the radio and the voice still contacted with him. But anyone else who tried to touch this radio, the voices would never come out of. So they believed that he was a conduit for that doing it. And he would do this for thousands of people in Italy, and they would have stuff uh, a pour into the room, like literally like flower fallings. Um, people would have necklaces that would show up at their feet, like falling on the ground, and they show this type of evidence in the skull experiment too. And it's just absolutely incredible. And the other experiment that the skull experiment did was they put a camera in a dark room. The spirit told them to put it in front of a, a, a mirror and have a mirror behind it as well, so that's recording itself constantly and have it in a pitch dark room. And when they did that and they reviewed the evidence with the scientists, they couldn't believe what they saw. They saw one of the videos, you'll see an alien head that actually has big eyes like an alien, like we know of as aliens. That's literally moving around. You see another uh, video of this like lady, like it's like a real like grimy image of a lady. Like you have to see, I'll send you guys this, this documentary. It's one of the most profound things and one of the most profound experiments like ever done like by mediums that I think ever in history. And it's, it's so awesome. I mean, they did it with scientists. They, they actually did it the right way. And it's just an amazing evidence. I mean, they had light balls coming around that would turn, they it turned into a hand on the table that would go through the glass and then it would become solid and knock on the glass to show them that it can go through and out. And they would see this light with their own eyes and they show you it in the video of what it looks like in the dark, the light and stuff. It's so cool. So you know what's like, I was going to mention to you guys before, and I forgot to mention it. Um, but another site that we saw that has honestly probably the most incredible um, 
evidence of the paranormal that I mean, we're talking apparitions and everything. Ghost of Carmel, Maine with Ken. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, that guy gets things that nobody can get. Yeah. Like he's, he yeah. got, I don't know if you guys ever saw the one where he had that black anomaly that was actually in a human figure. And when he turned in the room, you see it on camera, it knows it got caught and then it turns into this bone that flies out the freaking window. It's incredible. Like his stuff is amazing. Wow. That is, I but he, doesn't, he doesn't investigate anymore because like his son, his son magically recently died. Um, his daughter had a big injury that happened and he's feeling like something in the house has something to do with it. So he cut off all investigations now at his property and I don't know what he's doing now, but um, wow. our prayers go out to him and his family. Yeah, our prayers go out to him as well. That's that's very serious. I mean, people don't realize how serious this field is. You guys want to touch a little bit on how serious this field really is? It is. And, you know, for people to sit there and say that ghosts can't hurt you, no, they can. Um, very easily, to be honest with you. If you get on the wrong side or, of a spirit or if you have something extremely dark, um, they can literally push you down the steps and... You won't even see it coming, but yeah, they can hurt you. Uh, the same thing with poltergeist activity. They can throw glasses, knives. Um, it's very easy for a spirit to throw a knife in you and they can do it. Yeah. So yeah, just be careful. Anybody out there that doesn't have experience with communications, if you're going to be playing with Ouija boards, especially, I highly recommend you don't even toy with that stuff because I mean, that that is definitely like a demon conduit. So I would, it would stay away from that. So let me show let me show this one clip. So so when I do the sessions, I don't do my editing. AJ does my editing. Yeah. And 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 I I leave it to him because what I hear might not what be what other people hear. So that's why I have him. He doesn't watch my live shows. He'll he'll do the editing afterwards. Mm. But but this particular clip is, is uh, I was trying to communicate with Don Lewis. Uh, he was the husband of Carol Baskin. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. And, and I was trying to find out, and I did some crazy sessions. I got a growl at one point. I said, "Did the, the did she feed you to the lions?" And then a lion came through my SB seven. So yeah, but let me show you this clip. This this one's crazy because the TV that you see behind me, I bought for five dollars uh, at at a garage sale. The reason I bought it is because it's an old analog TV and people used to get uh, faces and stuff that would show up on the, the TV. But but watch this clip and watch what happens to the TV real quick. I heard it. Yes, they did. Oh, my God. Mr. Lewis, who is they? Who is there when you were murdered? Who is there? Come on, say it. This is the last time you get to say it. Now, he didn't even recognize that. He didn't even recognize the TV went off live while he was doing it. I didn't see the live. 
but I recognized the TV. And the first thing I said to him was, we need to check if it has a self-timer where it was self-shut off. Let's turn mm -hmm. it on, leave it on as long as it can. We did that, stayed on all damn day. Wow. I'm like, yeah, that, was, that was actually really good. And I can, I can hear how you communicate. Um, I could definitely see how you're getting your energies and stuff like that. So, I mean, you're, you're, you guys are just like us. You know, it's it's how your intonation is with the spirits and and they can sense when you're legit and they can sense when you feel like you really seriously want to help them. Or if even if you want to just properly communicate and be respectful, that's yeah. the big thing. You have to always be respectful. Always. And and, and that was the raw clip. I, I mean, the one we're going to definitely that, look at your stuff later. You're you're on YouTube, right, JK? Yeah, man. Um, Here, uh, we'll just, just go to my TikToks. Uh, you'll see the best videos. They're they're like a minute long. You'll you'll see the best of all my stuff, man. Like yeah, I, I watch I, your guys' stuff. I've been working on the Ellen uh, Greenberg case. I, I I've done so much stuff. Yeah, man. You got a response that you guys have to check out. Okay, that I that I edited, and I only pick the ones that are truly clear that I can yeah. hear. I won't. I, I, won't I trust him. This. I trust him with my. I can't even point to where you're at. Dude. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Somewhere <laughs> this side. There we go. Um, but yeah. So um, I only pick obviously the ones that are clearest. And he asks, "What room did you die in?" And this voice comes through. But he has this phenomena that happens first before the voice comes through. He gets up beep beep through the psb7 and then a voice comes through with the answer and it says bathroom clear as day that yeah, I think that, this, like, i'm I telling think you but, it, but only when he connects with spirit does this beep beep come through and then the answer comes out every single time it's really it strange on the psb7 that i've never heard before and he's done sessions where he hasn't connected and he hasn't gotten any beeps so it's really strange this just started happening to him recently he'll get it it's like it's like the spirit will let you know when the answer is coming it's the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life. Awesome. yeah Here, but i think i found it hold on let me see if i can yes yeah, so if you do have a show him quick before you know ellen ray greenberg who murdered you who was it that murdered you Day. Did you hear the beep beep though? Yeah. Well, that's Isn't that wild? One. Like it's slowed that down. Crazy. Like, slow it down that's obviously. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, the beep beep live. You could just hear it. it's like beep beep. It's the weirdest thing, man. I'm like, I've never heard this before. You know, so it's really, it's really it's cool though that I think it's like I think it's him growing as his intuition and, and his sensitivity and his ability using the binaural beats and stuff, because they have really mm -hmm. helped us tremendously. So that's why I want to tell you guys about them. You know, they really have helped. Yeah, so I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say another another thing too. A lot of people, you know, they they question about how much communications like people like us get, and and they don't realize that. And I know they try. A lot of people go into it and they just instantly turn on necrometer and they think they're instantly going to connect with the spirit or even necrophonic. You're gonna you're just going to get instant intelligent answers and stuff. It doesn't happen for everybody. It doesn't. Um, you do have to have an ability. You have to have sensitivity in that. You have to have certain feelings inside. If you have any kind of hatred or darkness in you, spirits aren't going to come through to you. No. You have to have a lot of love. You have to feel positive energies. You have to feel like there's a light that surrounds you. And when you do all of that kind of stuff, as you guys know, yeah. they come through. And and you can you can have a real genuine communication with the dead. It's amazing. Yes. Good. Yeah. I've had all sorts of crazy stuff. Like 
Uh, I was live and my beer cozy flew across my desk while I was live and I didn't have a camera that catched it. I got, I usually set one behind me and the other one was up here and I just didn't have it. I wish I had it in the right place because I was sitting there live and the thing flew across my desk and I'm like, hold on guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we all have those moments, even in the theater, when we first walked in and we didn't even have anything set up yet, Andrea saw a full bodied apparition of the little Emily girl. Walking. So did AJ at the old Montana State Prison. Yeah. He saw it. Oh, you saw that, AJ? Well, yes. Always when you have no camera yep. set there's something yeah. amazing. They know. They it's know. Like they know. Yeah. Yeah, they know. You're absolutely right. I thought I've gotten messages like through the spirit box saying, Oh, you have a video or a video, you know, and like, yeah. Oh, man, you guys know. Damn it. You know, so now yeah. I know. I asked. Yeah, we got that on Susskind Road, but also at the restaurant. If you watch the restaurant video, the spirits go. They got cameras. Yeah, and it's like you you literally hear it. It's funny, and yeah, yeah it's like I don't know if if there's some kind of spirit code, That's but like they spirit. they do not. And I only caught like a couple of our videos. We actually did catch things, like on the restaurant video, Gavin's. You'll see a white anomaly come right through my camera, and then you see the tail end of it. And, and I actually slow that down. And then on the stage, when I'm talking at the Ritz, you actually see an actual spirit orb come down right near me, checking me out. And then it goes out of the frame. Oh, my God. John, which one are you showing right now? Uh, this is the one that you did. Uh, oh, the, the feather thing that came down? Is no. This our, well, well, this one is the one from Wichita Falls. I thought you edited it, but it, it was me. Uh, so... So this, uh, I got a case where a 16-year-old girl reached out to me, and the month before I got there, her mom was murdered in her house. And the whole family sitting behind me while well, this is live on, on Facebook, so it's crazy. Hey, Kathy, can you set off those other cat balls for me again? Said she's trying. Oh, oh, there it goes. One on the ground and the one up in the closet. This is good stuff. Yes, thank you, Kathy. Yep. Yeah, she was communicating. She says, I'll try, and she did it. And then that's it, awesome, man. She said, Did I do it? And I was like, Yes, you did it. Kathy. You know, you know I, I have to say, this is, this is amazing that we're actually talking to two other people that have the same abilities as us. And it's, oh, it's phenomenal. It is. I love, I I love this. I, I know you're empathic. That's what AJ is. That's what I am. We feel spirits around us. You mm -hmm. guys are empaths. And, and, and this is, this is, uh, you just gotta, you gotta awaken this. That You gotta mm -hmm. get that third eye woken up. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, being sensitive already, your your third eye is already. Yeah, dude. yeah it's, it's like halfway open. You got to meditate more and, and use it's those wild, frequencies yeah. while you're meditating. Oh, I'm, I'm going to for sure. Like Andrew, for example, when I started doing it, when I started using the binaural beats, um, I was meditating twice a day for an hour a day each time during my time that I wasn't working. And um, I started to be able to see my room with my eyes closed and mm -hmm. I was able to see this one time I saw this spirit. It was a little Indian guy and he had on like the old style, like Indian, you know, thing, and yeah. he was sitting Indian style and he was just, he looked like, um, like Gandhi basically. And he was Indian style on my bed. I saw full detail and he was just smiling at me and I saw him, my whole room with my eyes shut and like, mm -hmm. 
detail, full color, everything. And it freaked me out. I mean, it freaked me out. I, I, I have to admit, I literally jumped out of it. Like, I was scared as daylights. But um, it Thanks was for stopping cool. by, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you for staying. Um, but, guys, I just want to say I appreciate meeting you guys as well, finally, and being able to sit and chat with you guys um, because, I, you know, I've watched some of your stuff and I love what you guys do. And um, I'm glad that we can have you on. I want to have you on again if you guys would love to come back on to show more stuff. 100%. Yes, yeah, I was yeah, going to say that. I want to see part two, man. Yeah. I want to see part two. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that one. Cool. Um, hopefully we get some crazy shit tonight. I think we will, though. I have a feeling. Maybe we can get you back in November. What do you say? That sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, awesome. Right. Sounds good. Cool. Well, you know what? Um, before we go, I ask um a couple more questions. John, is there any questions you have that running questions you want to ask? Dude, they they're just like us, man. You know, <laughs> they know what we know. I know what they know, and and I I just feel this full circle with us. It's not yeah, it is nice when you can relate to other people because like the thing is a lot of people they don't understand what we feel, you know what I mean? And it's like as you guys know, it's a burden sometimes. It is like the last thing you want to do is when you go out to a nice dinner, it's like experience paranormal feelings and you're like, Oh geez, here we go. Yeah. And and it's like, you know what I mean? Like you just want to be like normal people, but then you feel the shit and it's like, Well, it is what it is, you know, it's a gift. So one question I want to ask you is how does spirit talk to you guys? Like, does it talk to you in your minds, in your mind's eye, like through like, you know, in your thoughts type stuff? Do you get synchronicities like I do as well? Um, do you get coins on the ground? Do you get feathers? What do you guys get? Tell me. We get like a lot of times in our videos, you'll hear it too. We get a lot of disembodied voices. So they're coming, they're not coming through devices. They're literally coming through the air. And, and yeah, you guys know people like us, we give off a lot of energy. So we're like walking power boxes in, in a nutshell and they take our energy and they use it to whatever they want to do. But yeah, we hear um, disembodied voices. We hear whispers. Um, sometimes we hear them in our head. Um, you know, we'll be at a place and something will just instinctively tell us turn around and then like we turn around and then something happens or something's there usually. So, I mean, there's like a lot of weird things like that. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. You said that we're like powerhouse, you know, powerhouses, walking powerhouses, because, um, I read a study that that says that our, each cell gives off 0.007 of a volt and we have mm -hmm. like 30 trillion cells. So if you think about it, we're a walking nuclear power plant. We are. That energy has to go somewhere. It doesn't die because, as we know in science, energy can't be destroyed. So, it's pretty. Well, what I've learned is when your chakras are in a line, you you have the ability of making a, a nine meter. So times three. That that that's a huge field that you can yeah. get around you if you're totally in the zone. You know, I, I'm sure you guys experience this. I wanted to ask both of you that because I mean we always go through this, but do you guys? Um, I'm assuming you guys are magnets as well, where you, you know, attract energies and stuff. Do you guys ever get to where they cling on you and you get like dizzy, like you're going to faint? Yes. Yes. I get, yeah. I get throw up. Like I, I feel like I'm going to throw up. If yeah. Just yeah. They, it's like, they're sucking everything out of you and it's like, they don't stop. They don't care. Yeah. And it's like, you go through all these feelings until you go out and get some air and you're like, Oh my God. This cemetery that I'm supposed to do for Golo Ghost Hunt, um, like I said, hopefully it will stop raining here so I can get out there. But um, Hi, Chris and Kim. Hey, guys. That's I Chris, uh, Chris Binder. He, he's one of our followers, and uh, he said, uh, JK uh, and AJ, thanks for the great stream. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, it wouldn't be great without these guys, without the guests. So, <laughs> yeah, so we appreciate you guys. 
But yeah, no, you're right. I get the sick feeling. Um, one thing that I've had happen at the cemetery, though, I had someone follow me home once and from the cemetery the first time I went because I didn't protect myself when I did the live with John. And uh, it said in a dream to me that the reason why that it came and followed me was because it didn't know my intention with the camera while I was there. It thought I was basically acting for it to do tricks and shows. And it thought my intention was, you know, kind of negative that they thought. So they kind of were like, it followed me home and was like psychologically messing with me. Well, it made me sleepwalk. I woke up in my aunt and uncle's bedroom upstairs in my house, literally in their room as they're sleeping. And my uncle woke me up standing in the room. I don't even remember how I got there. I went back downstairs, went to sleep. All of a sudden, next minute I know, I woke up on the side of the street near my house in the driveway oh, and I was a cigarette. And I'm like, what in the, how did I get out here? You know, it was freaked me out. It scared me so much. I literally cleansed myself. I finally, I, I finally got it to leave. Thank the Lord. But I mean, it was scary. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so Chris says, uh, the guests today were freaking great evidence. I want to see more of them. So you can see more of them. Why don't you guys shout out your YouTube and Facebook for us? Yeah, guys, if you want to find us on YouTube, just go to at Spectral Paranormal YouTube, it's called. And you just look up our name, it'll come up. You guys will see the Spectre. That's our little guy, our design that we did. <laughs> and awesome, um, yeah, he's our little buddy. And um, you could also find us on Facebook, but all of our videos are usually on YouTube. That's awesome. And then uh, Kim says you guys are great. So thanks, Kim. Thank yeah. Thank you, Kim. But guys, I just want to say thank you so much again for coming on. Like I said, it's so awesome to, you know, finally get to meet you guys and to have you guys come on and get to share some of your guys' evidence. I mean, you guys have amazing stuff, have a call, amazing stuff, are amazing people. And I couldn't be more grateful to have you guys on the show. We look forward to coming back. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, definitely in November. I want to see part two of this. Yeah, we'll set it up. We'll set it up. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, listen, have a great investigation. I'd be safe. And we will definitely see you next time for sure. So thank you so much again, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Wow, guys. That was absolutely awesome. I mean, John, what did you think of this, man? I mean, this was such Dude. a great show. We had such an awesome Fucking time. Mind-blowing. I, I was so happy to meet him. I, like, I thought me and you were like the only ones that, that – talked about that stuff and we're like that that's why that's why i'm so excited when you send the clip back i'm like oh yes right now now we know there's you know if you get too close to them dude you're gonna have to do their clips too i know right i'm dead serious i love doing clips susan says hi aj hey susan how are you i actually need to contact you when i get off of this and talk to you about something uh john that is susan who i was telling you about who I would like for okay. you to do a session for. So Susan, I'm going to hook you up with John and we're going to get you to do that session for your mom. I haven't forgot about you. Um, so I so, just want to you so know. tell her how impressed you were with the last lady I helped. This, this I was very impressed with the last lady that John has helped and uh, the responses that he got. So was the family. The family literally was in awe. So I want to be able to do that for Susan as well. And um, I wanted to give her the opportunity of having you do it and that. So, um, oh, Kim, you work with Mark. You told me about you guys. I'm so glad. Well, Kim, thank you so much. Thank for- you so much, Kim, for watching. Thank you yeah, for thank hanging you in so the much. time. You know, but anyway, John, before we go, I want to just say, um, yes, JK is amazing people. Um, what I want to say is Spectral is absolutely amazing team. They yeah, are. Yeah. Um, Check them out, guys. Follow them, like them, do whatever yeah. you can. They're, they're the same spirit energy as me and AJ. 
And, and you know we do it from the heart. They do it from the heart. They're there to help spirit. So, yeah, definitely follow them. Amen. Before we leave, I want to just say real quick, tonight we have Global Ghost Hunt that has already kicked off the way. It's already been two days going. Check it out on YouTube at Global Ghost Hunt, on Facebook, on Twitter, on all the social medias, on everything that you can imagine. Global Ghost Hunt. We're running our event right now for the October event. We're already having amazing teams show some awesome evidence live. So basically, if you don't know what Global Ghost Hunt is, is basically it's a... Um, event where we have a bunch of teams from all over the world um hey and chris don't even start with that bronco stuff because he's going to start screaming it but anyway this guy's guy a cowboy fan where is cowboy <laughs> fan? but anyway global ghost Hunt is basically a group of teams that, that register from around the world and they pick their choosing of a haunted location and we stream them live on multiple nights at a 10-day event um and we have multiple teams that come um i believe they have like 21 teams or something like that that are that are Doing it's it been running all day and yesterday. It's been yep. running all night and all day yesterday, and it's going to be on all night tonight until um you know for the next seven days, I believe. So um definitely check it out. But tonight's going to be awesome. So check them out. Um check out the teams that already came on, like Rootless Destinations, Paranormal Consultants, Portal to the Paranormal. Check all them out. And again, please go and check out Spectral Paranormal Investigations on Facebook and YouTube. They have amazing evidence in their part two is going to be awesome of the Forest Hill Cemetery. So definitely check it out. Anyway, this has been Talking with the Source. I am AJ Capasso, host of Talking with the Source. Thank you guys for coming on. And please, I'm with my best friend. Please, you know, introduce yourself. Uh, Jonathan Keyword, JK47 Paranormal. Check me out every Tuesday at noon Mountain Time. I do targeting with the JK. That's when I do my live sessions. Uh, this week, I'm going to uh, try to recontact Suzanne Morphew because I had technical difficulties. Uh, if you guys really want to know, uh, about three minutes before I went live, the batteries on my SB7 died, and I think that fucked up the whole energy and, and shit. I wasn't really impressed with the, the session. Uh, a couple things came out, but that is it. So I feel like I have to... Uh, redo it for her. I owe it to her for that. So uh, check it out on uh, Tuesday noon Mountain Time, two per, uh, two p.m. Eastern. Awesome. Well, guys, this has been talking with the source. Follow us on podcast listening platforms, on social media, and on YouTube. And until next time, stay spooky. Thank you guys so much. We love you to all the paranormal junkies out there. We will talk to you soon. Love and light, guys. <laughs>